0: Hey team, Boomer Sooner.
1: Go Cats. I'm Dylan.
0: And I'm Kylie.
1: And this is the Good Idea at the Time podcast. Battle of
0: the Blue Blood Spouses.
1: This is a very sad episode of a good idea at the time.
0: Who are you remembering or what are you uh, remembering? Uh, Literally don't have, even know. This is a this is a view into Dylan's
1: psyche. Uh yeah. Kentucky loses to Tennessee. Oklahoma takes a horrible loss to Kansas. Oh, and say we that. say goodbye to the college football playoff.
0: We will remember you. You were a great hope to hold for the last Three weeks. I
1: thought I thought Four? we were, I kind of low-key thought we were going to win it. I'm not going to lie. We're
0: going to win it all?
1: I thought we were going to win it all.
0: Second year coach, lefty quarterback. It felt,
1: it felt all right. Destiny. Uh, it felt like destiny, and destiny here we are. Destiny
0: was just pulled out from under us.
1: <sighs> but don't let our moods affect you, our loyal listeners, our LOLs. <laughs> Today, we get ourselves up for Bedlam, baby. Oh, yeah. It is time to talk smack. It's time to put those pokes little brother in their place. It's time to preview the game of the year. And it's actually turned into the game of the year. Win, you're probably into the Big 12 title game, lose, and Oklahoma State gets bragging rights forever over you. Yeah, But let's not get ahead of ourselves. I owe you something.
0: Oh, you owe me. yeah, you do owe me. Does anyone remember the bet that we made last week on the Oregon Utah game?
1: Um, and to who refresh, said
0: Oregon was going to win. I
1: believe you did, love. I did. Um, who said Utah?
0: Dylan did. I believe
1: I did. Uh, who, who won who handily? Won game? <laughs> uh, I believe you did dear.
0: <laughs> Woohoo, Brahms!
1: So, uh, Bre- Kylie has a Brahms date in her future. Yay. Um, as she celebrates her victory, and we are one and one on uh, season bets right now. True, um, we haven't
0: cashed in on the other one yet. We have not gotten gone to fat check for shack,
1: Dylan um, and Kylie. When I get fat check, she'll get broms. So that's that's how that that will work. Um, I I also owe you something. but I our loyal listeners need to know that as they listen to this podcast. Thursday, November 2nd, is Kylie Aaron's birthday.
0: Shout out. So, happy birthday to
1: you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear my baby. Happy birthday to you. Thank
0: you. That was the most original rendition of Happy Birthday that I've gotten so far. I
1: didn't want to pay copyright, transparently. Oh. um, Because that's a protected song. And so... (laughs) So we could have sang happy, happy birthday from the Chili's crew. Uh, that was oh. also protected. And that's why, you know, that's from my Chili's days. That happy, happy birthday oh. from the Chili's crew. Okay. So okay. as As many of you know, I was a former Chili's, Chili head, as we called, uh, server at Chili's. So, okay. Um, happy birthday, Kylie.
0: Thank you. Early birthday.
1: Early birthday. But by the time this, they listen to it. That,
0: that's true. It'll be it'll your be birthday. right on time.
1: So uh, mm-hmm. we have a lot to get to. Um, we're going to break down a couple of things including reviewing two losses it's our first weekend Ugh. where both our teams have taken losses horrible. so we can hold each other not just kentucky <laughs> um and uh and then we are going to preview the biggest game uh, of the year for oklahoma yeah. in bedlam yeah. um but let's start uh very briefly talking about the first round of the playoff uh, rankings came out and okay. so yeah. as yeah. Uh, for those of you who do not know, um, we utilize this thing called the AP poll, which is made by media members who pick and rank the teams 1 to 25. yeah um, and and then at this point the first weekend in November is the week that we get a different committee that puts the rankings out mm-hmm. and these will be the the ones that uh, if the playoff were to happen today, who would be the four teams in?
0: Yeah, and they kind of do it – silly. well, it's not silly, but obviously it's a four-team playoff, so um, a semifinal and then a championship game. Um, But then they they do it, interestingly, where they'll have one through four, but then they'll highlight five and six as the first two teams out. And five and six don't – it doesn't mean anything for them. It's not like they're going to jump up and get in it somehow unless one through four just –
1: well they could I mean they it. could. I mean
0: they could, but so it I just think it's, it's silly. If you it, finish as the fifth team, it's just like, Oh cool, we were the first team out. Yeah. But you don't it's like there's no prize for it. I actually it. think it the feels... finishing
1: the fifth fifth team is actually the best spot. And especially if you go win your bowl game, you're like, Oh, we should have been in.
0: Well, it's better but we didn't
1: than, actually have to play Georgia. Yeah,
0: it's definitely you know? better than finishing four. You yeah. wanna if you wanna finish, you wanna finish two or three. Two or
1: three to play. Or so, be the
0: outright Number one. Yeah. I don't know. So they rank know. them
1: one to twenty-five. Um, yeah. A couple notable spots. The University of Louisville's thirteen. Wow. I know.
0: That's really really low. Um,
1: you have low.
0: High. Hi? Like like that's like a good that's a, a low good number. number. Yeah. yeah. Um, I don't
1: know. Oklahoma comes in at nine,
0: which is good behind I
1: think. number seven Texas and number eight Alabama.
0: Yeah. So we'll talk which, about that in a
1: second. That's interesting. And Kansas is on the board at twenty. Oklahoma State on the board at 22. So this is going to be a ranked matchup for the Oklahoma Sooners, which could only help the resume. We'll get to all that. Um, The top four as of now is Ohio State, Mm -hmm. Georgia, Michigan, and Florida State. So Georgia's two. Georgia is two. Mm. With Washington as five, Oregon as six. Those are your top six. Seven, Texas. Eight, uh, Alabama. Nine, Oklahoma. Ten is somebody I'm blanking on.
0: Uh, I don't know who ten is. I saw a really interesting tweet that talked about um, Georgia's opponents that they faced, um, their rank, or how they finish, and they've finished increasingly more um, like on the losing scale than the so winning the, So the scale. teams that
1: they play the typically finish played, finish the year like at under five hundred or, or, or
0: lower. Yeah,
1: it's because they play in the SEC East. And we are in a we are in a unique moment where, because you take away the Oklahoma game so that healthy. Georgia was supposed to play, this year, um, they all of their teams they played a bunch of gimmies. Then they play Kentucky, Tennessee, Alabama. Uh, uh, I'm sorry, not Alabama. Uh, Tennessee. Hmm. They do play Ole Miss. That can be interesting uh, in a couple of weeks. Um, but but it's just because they play in the SEC East. And yeah, I just thought this was a interesting. Matter. Cole
0: they, um, Kubelik. Kubelik, Kubelik, put this out there, that um, overall opponent record. Texas is the highest with their opponents having a record of 40 to 24, um, or 40 and 24, and then it goes down. LSU is the second best. Ole Miss, Penn State, Alabama, Ohio State is listed twice there. Oklahoma, Mizzou, Oregon, FSU, Washington, and then Georgia.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's
0: just the opponents they played this year. This year. So that's mm-hmm. the record this year. Yeah. So, and that's adding um, up all the wins and losses. What's for Georgia's each opponent's each record? Um, Georgia is 28 and 37.
1: So most of the teams they played are bad.
0: Yeah. Which, yeah. which, which you is know, interesting. You so have I, to play. Like that had to go into them being not number one, yeah. right? It's, it, they've it's confusing. They've been number one this though. whole season. Haven't well, they've they?
1: been number one for like three seasons. It's confusing, though, because if, if you're a playoff committee, you're getting your first crack at showing what's important. What are you valuing? Do you value wins and unbeaten records, or do you value resumes? Does the playoff resumes? committee
0: stay the same year to year?
1: No, it no. rotates. So every year it's different. It's a little bit different. All right? right, I don't know how long like some guys can stay on a couple of years. I'm not entirely sure. Mm-hmm. But but essentially, what the playoff committee did was at number one say, "Oh, resume matters." Ohio State, arguably, uh, two really good wins. Yeah, against Penn State and Notre Dame, um, deserve that spot. I'm not going to argue with you. I don't think they're the best team in the country, but time will tell that. Right. Then you say, well, Georgia and Michigan, who've not played anybody, as your your tweet that you just read, mm-hmm. they still because they've kept winning. So your value in keep winning and records over resumes. Then you put Florida State, who has a better win on their on their record than Georgia and and Michigan combined. Twenty five. Yeah. Because they beat LSU first game of the year. Yeah. Then you put Washington, who has a top six win over... It's the only school that has a top six win at five... Over Oregon? Over right. Oregon. Okay. And then you put Oregon, who, who has not beaten anybody of substance, but they dominated USC. And, you know, they beat yeah. Utah. But, but, like... So, I mean, so it's kind of confusing. And then keep going as a homer you put Oklahoma at 9 which i think is actually a pretty generous spot for us it means they valued the kansas loss well yeah yeah but you put them behind texas and alabama who by the transit property oklahoma beat texas and texas beat alabama so why are they behind them if you're valuing quality of wins oklahoma has a top 7 win according yeah. to these first rankings now yeah. that that it's kind of be interesting why this doesn't matter though do you know how many years since the playoff has been installed. How many years has the first four actually been the four that it plays finish, for the finish
0: that ended? it? Oh, it's probably like a one, one something. time,
1: 2020. Because I, that, I
0: can remember plenty of times where Oklahoma is ranked to like 17 initially. And somehow we get down yep. there or 11 and we get down to the four, yep. like when a, Lincoln a was here. Top, a, I mean, so nine is, is not bad. I, I don't, Know if we've got the chops to get there, but the well, nine isn't we, bad. Nine still gives some me some hope. We yeah. need some help.
1: I mean, we're obviously went out, you got to beat Texas again, yeah. Um, that's that's who you want to see in the Big 12 title game, and you want to play them, you want to beat them, and then you got to hope that Washington and Oregon both take losses, yeah, not to each other. And you, you hope that Florida State loses to somebody weird, and then you're in. I mean, yeah. like, that's basically the formula,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, because Alabama's true. probably going to lose to Georgia, they're going to be out. No two loss team is, is going to be be there. So
0: Should we go ahead and sign steal some Michigans?
1: <laughs> uh, yeah, go ahead and videotape their signs. We go ahead and go it over there? It is absolutely crazy. I want to save that for, for my interesting <laughs> game of the week. So okay. We'll talk about that. Okay. Uh, but playoff, first playoff is out. Yeah. Oklahoma's playoff nine. Ranking. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Every,
0: every Tuesday they release sat at yep. like six or seven. So
1: we will keep you up to date, our yes. loyal listeners, on where Oklahoma falls. Yes. Um,
0: we will. Yes. So let's okay, let's, let's shift let's, just, let's
1: shift into some sad. Would you like sad or really sad?
0: Uh, I don't know. You just pick.
1: Let's start sad. Okay. Kentucky loses to Tennessee at home yeah. for what feels like the millionth time in.
0: I really thought that they could put, pull it out and do it. And yeah. I think they did give us a little inkling of hope there.
1: So so what what they I kind of said Go ahead. Competitive. Yeah, they did. Before the half. It was a respectable loss. It
0: was very. And, and which I, is
1: what I wanted to see. Yeah. That's why I'm not sad, sad. But there is a real fact that 39 years we've played this team.
0: Yeah. We've won. How many times? Three. Three. I know. The, the one thing, though, that I think is frustrating about that loss is – we played better in that loss than we played against Mizzou.
1: Who we could have won. We
0: could have won if we even played yeah. the Tennessee level of loss. You know, yeah. if and we that played team, that game against Mizzou, we would have won against Mizzou. That, that so, Missouri team is a
1: dark horse to win the East. Yeah. I mean, they could beat Georgia. And we had them. We had them beat. Yeah. You it know? just still
0: feels like a roller coaster yeah. of Kentucky football. There's not really consistency.
1: this year. Or, this year's been funky. You know, the last two years have been funky. Um, Mark Stoops, uh, you know, has said this week, hey – we, we have not played well. Um, offense really clicked. Devin Leary threw for 300-plus yards. Um, Ray Davis did not have a great running game, but he did what we needed to do to continue to move the ball. Receivers. Barion had catches. Dane had crazy catches. Tavion awesome. had catches. Yeah. And we threw the ball to the tight end a bunch. There was so much. Did they hope. have, like,
0: glue on their gloves? I don't know. <laughs> I, I'd love us
1: to cheat, but it still didn't work. Here's what really hurt us. Defense couldn't stop the run. Tennessee was a pretty one dimensional team. Joe Milton throws the ball yeah. a quarter mile or he throws the ball two feet. He can't throw anything in between and he just he ran all over us.
0: Which is kind of weird because that's just not characteristic Kentucky football. Like I just feel I feel the same about Oklahoma in the sense that we're trying to find ourselves and what we're doing, and it feels like you had a really offense heavy game, which isn't that's exactly that's kind right. of rare. But then the defense that doesn't happen. kind of sputtered which doesn't happen usually I mean, you can hang your hat on the defense being brad, able to show up and do right. their job
1: brad white's defense since he's been here the last six years has so, had a top 25 defense all but last year and then now not. my head's kind of
0: on a swivel i, I just know. feel like what yeah
1: <laughs> What's I, going on? my josh heupel's a flash in the pan comments are growing more and more true every single day as his quarterback whisper and innovative offense just isn't that innovative and isn't that good um, because he cannot throw the ball through the air, Tennessee continues. Mm-hmm. You know they beat Kentucky. I, I, I knew that was going to happen, um, but you yeah, had but the that, ball.
0: That guy, that quarterback, just to just to play devil's advocate, Josh Heupel did not recruit that no. quarterback. Correct. No, he didn't so recruit until, him Hooker either. I know, but wait until he gets somebody that he wants in his right. system. I'd I just be curious how it goes sure. then.
1: Sure. I mean he's got the he's got the seven million dollar man over there sitting on the bench. Um, who was that You know that, that I forget that kid's name but he's the one that when NIL first became big he was the quarterback camp highlight uh, he's got like a maybe Hawaiian name or Polynesian name but he's he you know he was promised like four million dollars and it was a big deal to play oh, at Tennessee and okay. so they were like the first big deal. who knows if that number's real but I mean we'll see
0: yeah right but yeah.
1: I was not impressed with Tennessee offensively they just couldn't get stops. Kentucky had the ball down to inside Tennessee's territory on the 35 with seven minutes to go goes you know runs three plays misses the field goal gives the ball back to Tennessee with five and a half minutes to go and you couldn't get stopped three chances on third and long to get a stop couldn't do it you deserve to lose and yeah. you know I'm frustrated I'm sick of continuing to lose to Tennessee we talk every year about this is the year we're gonna get over the hump make the SEC championship beat mm-hmm. Georgia how about we just start with beating Tennessee consistently
0: that's true. We've
1: we we need to win the home games beat against Tennessee, Missouri, South Carolina
0: and then beat the like yeah, the games that are like the sleeper yeah. or the Well,
1: it, it's uh, beat Mississippi State. I mean, obviously the schedule changes now, but beat Mississippi State, beat Missouri, beat South Carolina, beat Vandy, Vandy beat Florida yeah. all at home. Yeah. If you play those teams at home. Now when they're on the road, they they become toss-ups because we're not excellent. But you need to beat the teams at home. You need to be competitive with Tennessee and steal steal one of every three and you need to be competitive against Georgia, maybe you get them one of every seven. That's the formula of what what yeah. successful Kentucky football needs to look like. And we're just not there, and it's another year. People after this game were calling for Mark Stoops' head. They were like, really? we are ready. But that's a, such a minority piece of the fan base. Mark Stoops the winningest coach in our in our program history. Mark Stoops brought, has brought Kentucky to newer heights that I didn't even think possible. Yeah. He's not going anywhere. We have a lot of hope. And we'll end with this. There's a lot of hope that Ray Davis gets another year. Ooh! That Devin Leary can apply for a medical hardship because he missed all of last year, and oh, maybe get another wow. year. Okay. And we have we'll have uh, Tavian Robinson potentially with another year, uh, and getting Dane Key and Barry on Brown as juniors next year. So I mean, that basically the whole team the whole team could be back next year, which could be really fun.
0: Wow. So yeah. You know. Okay. That's, that's a that's a that's a positive on a positive, positive end. Yeah, positive So that was things. sad.
1: Kentucky loses Tennessee oh, 33-28. Oh, it's go
0: really sad and let me just eat my words from the last podcast when I was like I'm not worried at all. I just shouldn't even say it. I should just keep it in my head. But I really felt <sighs> like I did feel sometimes I just wake up and I'm like, "Ooh, mm mm-hmm. mhm, like I've I don't not good vibes. I'm feeling not good vibes." Um I Felt that against UCF. I really did. I did not feel that against this game. I did not.
1: So Oklahoma travels to the Kansas Jayhawks in Lawrence, Kansas, and yes. loses by five Ugh. in the rain. Yeah. After an hour of light and delay in the second quarter. Blech. Dylan Gabriel, pedestrian. Yeah. Running backs outside of Tommy Walker.
0: Yeah, Tommy was great, but then he
1: offensive line had a bum ankle, useless. Yes. Defensive line asleep. Yeah. Injuries got us
0: abounding.
1: <laughs> and you take and all that all that happening, turn the ball over three times.
0: Golly! All
1: that happened. And
0: and a hundred penalty yards against us. Hundred penalty yards,
1: <laughs> and you intercept the ball with two and a half minutes left in the opponent's forty. Up, up to up one, yeah. Needing a first down, one first down.
0: And you all you that, couldn't. all that
1: adversity, all that negativity, all that—you had a chance to steal the gate. I
0: know that you there didn't were, do it. Yeah, there are so many things that were ugly and went very wrong, play-wise, mistake-wise, rain, like everything. But just evening evening it all out, knowing that Kansas also played in the rain, they also had you know. Whatever they were dealing with. It was also an 11 o'clock game for them. Like, so I'm not using any of those as as excuses. But there were so many things, just mistakes on offensive side of the ball, defensive side of the ball. Play calling, that was really interesting to say the least. Um, Just maybe a really conservative play call when we needed to show some aggression. Um, Yeah, so many things. couple chip, like, Pass or uh, some
1: some some personal, some personal
0: fouls. fouls. That's what I was trying to say, not pass interference, but personal foul calls that.
1: Yeah, he had some referee help too that probably were questionable calls.
0: Yeah, some questionable calls. I don't know, just the whole thing. But it's crazy because all of that stacked against, we still were in a position where we could have won yep. it with very like minute moments that like if Key didn't drop that interception yeah, right before, in before Ethan Downs' interception. So like it was like five minutes to go in the game.
1: No, Key, or, Key or, dropped Key, it on the last drive. He dropped the interception on the last drive. Really? Yes.
0: Oh, I thought that was no. before Evans.
1: He dropped that ball two plays later. They convert the fourth and six that won them the game. <gasps> oh, yeah. Okay. No, no. You That's had moments. Mind. You're exactly right. But you, it's you so had weird. Moments. It's like you,
0: yeah, it's like you could go down to like like subtract it all down
1: yeah. to. That's where great teams getting the
0: first down or catching yes. the interception. And it's or... not.
1: It's a it's it's a lot more than that. Special teams was bad. Oh, Pooch punting was bad. Yeah. Uh, coverage team was bad. All of it was bad. The the thing is, great teams still find a way to win those games. As we said on this podcast after the UCF game was, yeah. hey, all of it stacked against you, you still find a way to win. Down six in the fourth quarter, you still find a way to win. Yeah. They didn't find a way to win. And they still had the chances, and that's what's frustrating. I know. Uh, let me go in on Jeff Levy for a second.
0: I know. I was going to say that I just don't think that a lot of our players, Dylan included, Farouk, like they weren't just not put in positions. To, for success for them. There, for confidence, there, there for seems success to be, for...
1: in my novice fan brain, I never played Your any mean football. Eyes the use, untrained use a Lincoln
0: eyes, Lincoln Riley quote.
1: <laughs> I, I can see the product on the field. Yeah. I can look at the numbers of distance of balls that Dylan's passed. I can look at where the balls were located. I can look at the number of runs versus passes. I can look at the numbers of... mate. M- uh, of plays that are passes that are basically runs, i.e. a little pop pass, uh-huh. jet sweep, yeah. or, a, like a s- or a bubble, bubble or all that kind of yeah. stuff. And over the last two games, I think Jeff Levy came into, and the players were prepped to say, hey, we're going to be able to do whatever we want on these defenses, so let's just keep it conservative. Let's not play aggressive. And that mindset translated into both those games to where in the UCF game, you got down six, you were Kind of limp into the finish, and then then they said, "Oh, hey, no, remember we have Jaleel Farouk who can beat his guy on a on a corner." Oh, yeah, that's right. We have Nick Anderson that can that can go run and catch a ball. Oh, yeah, um, Drake Stoops is so awesome in the middle of the field. We just forgot, and then we woke up to it, and that's how we win the UCF game. Yeah, and then their running game it broke down because their players got tired. Kansas has better depth. That Kansas team is good. I mean, yeah. like their defense secondary is not great. We we never tested them, but. That, that team Which is good. Which was
0: frustrating because they were loading the box, like, wanting us to test it. Begging
1: like, us. Yeah. Begging us. And Jeff Levy sat on his hands, as he was prone to do last year. He sat on his hands. And because I, I don't think it's a Dylan Gabriel issue. I don't think it's it's a fear of him getting hurt issue. I don't think. It's just it's stupid. Yeah. It is. It is. We don't have to do a lot. It's like um, when the teacher gives you an open book test and yeah. says, hey, I'm going to give you the, the place. i'm gonna give you the questions on the test you can't bring your notes in but i'm gonna give you the notes uh, or give you the questions you make notes off of them and you can bring your notes in but but you cannot uh but but you cannot have the test in the in the like my my test questions in it in the test
0: okay
1: and jeff levy said i don't need to take notes on this i kind of know it already I've listened in class. I've I don't need to work as okay. hard. Okay. And what's in what happened is he looked at the test and realized he got halfway through and said, "Rotro, we're in trouble."
0: <laughs> and then it's like you can't change a whole game. And then
1: out. and then he puts a C C out there, play calling, and yes. C wasn't good enough to beat a top twenty-five team. Yeah. In their place at eleven a.m.
0: I know. Which why why are we doing that? Like that's what I don't understand. And I think my brain is going back to. Not our first game, but the like the second and third game where we were like, are we just not wanting to put things on tape? Are we holding things back? Like, what is he not trying to expose? Well, we're well into the season for a lot of things to already be on tape that's not favorable, things to have got, gotten exposed that we are really lacking depth with running backs or we can't get something going, offensive line, yada, yada. Like, I just don't know. Why he still can't create things that are aggressive that do play up to our strengths, he like wanted, that is, he that wanted is to why run. a good coach is a good coach. Yes, you, you don't have to have the best players, that's what made Lincoln you Riley have ex- to excellent. Make the best come out of the players yes. that you
1: have. Yeah, Lincoln Riley was great at getting the ball to his guys
0: and and have them make plays and get the confidence going with your play. I could just feel, yeah, like it just was you can't like, convince
1: me it's a Dylan issue, it
0: fell flat. Yeah. Yes,
1: because. Cause the play call is the play call and the read is the read. I mean, it is an RPO offense where it's it's kind of like a handed or make one read and throw the ball. That's what happened on the pick six. He stared Farouk down. Um, yeah, I mean, When, did not when Nick Anderson was wide open on the other side, like yeah. it, he doesn't have just straight drop back pass and read the field and throw. That's that's not Dylan's strength. Uh-huh. However, when you when you basically tell him, hey, hand a ball off, hand a ball off, and we're so pedestrian running the ball. We can't
0: make anyone miss. We get, we
1: got no, no. We don't see the hole well. And then we, don't get good push.
0: People, they need to be. Like we're not that. getting
1: to the second level. I mean, yeah. these problems were all here before Saturday. They just finally bit us in the butt.
0: Yeah. Oh yeah. They bit yeah. us in the
1: butt. And I'm, I'm telling you, Kylie, we got to wake up because we're about to see an excellent, probably deserving of the Heisman running back on Saturday. Yeah.
0: Hey. I know. And I have literally nothing bad to say, which, why would I? But Ollie Gordon, he is incredible. And I have a friend who knows him personally, and he is, like, the nicest guy. I
1: have no doubt. And I have he no doubt.
0: is so sweet to her kids, and I just, I, like, want to root for him. Yeah. I but sent him an Instagram
1: message the other day and said, this hey, game. I will get an IL package together for you.
0: Come, come on down to, to co- Norman. Co- to come to Norman. Mr. But, Ollie. <laughs>
1: the, the problem is, is that, again, no no affiliation to the university. I could give him $15. I could probably, with my OU friends, get a couple hundred dollars for him. That's a lot of Taco Bell. I think we can get this done. So, Ollie Gordon, if you're listening to Good Idea at the Time podcast, before we talk about your team <laughs> we want and trash to. your team, we want you, son. Yeah. We want you. Come be Come our Trace over. Ford. Come
0: on over like Trace Ford. Come be I our know. Trace Ford. Uh, <laughs> and Kelly Maxwell. <laughs> Kelly
1: Maxwell. Uh, any other thoughts on uh, OU Kansas oh, and what this means?
0: Yeah. You know, we were talking. I guess to bring up the Jeff Levy thing again, we were talking about it, just about like, is is there a chance that he can change his approach, or have we gotten too far far down the line where it's kind of there's no going back? And do you remember us kind of saying like, our numbers are still good, which is surprising. They were our good offensive in that game. numbers, yeah, like, they
1: we're good in that
0: game. We're still ranked like top 10 in a couple different things in offense, which is baffling to me because it doesn't feel that way. And we have good players. To to continue our, you know, ex-boyfriend talk, it, it feels like he's good on paper, but is there chemistry? Yeah, is good. there connection? Is right. there, like, something, this passion, this emotional, like...
1: He's hot. He looks like he has all the same interests that you have.
0: Yeah, and he, he, and he, he, check, he checks the boxes. He's,
1: he's good to your mom and dad, but he, like But he's not great. He 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 comes to know. the door, but he doesn't open your there door. There is
0: Something missing that's like an intangible. When, when you kiss him, you just don't feel it. that spark. No butterflies, maybe.
1: No butterflies. I mean, it's not the way Travis feels about Taylor. No. That that's how I think this fan base is growing towards Jeff Levy. And this podcast, Good Idea at the Pine Podcast, is an anti Jeff Levy podcast. If he's the offensive coordinator <laughs> next year, I'm just gonna tell you guys. Uh Every podcast will start with fire Jeff Levy. I, I just don't think he's going to be able to take Venables and the Oklahoma Sooners to where they need to go because, uh, it, and that's not, you know, people are worried about, oh, well, if he leaves, Jackson Arnold leaves. Jackson Arnold ain't going anywhere. If he leaves, uh, he's taking all the offense with him. Nobody's leaving. I don't know that definitively. I don't know what the relationships, but, you know. Right. It, to me, it looks like his time in Norman is coming to an end, and we still have a lot in front of us. You go win Saturday. You go win BYU. You go win West Virginia. You go win TCU. You go play in the Big Twelve title game and win it. We're knocking on the door to the playoff. If not a really good New Year's Six, then all eyes are on us. And and every you know moving to the SEC, people are saying, watch out for the Oklahoma Sooners. Yeah, it's all right there in front of you. It just doesn't feel. It, there's just too many games, and too much that is questionable. And yeah, let's let's take things off Jeff Levy for a second. Venable's in his defense. Have given up a lot of points in the last two games. Yeah. If we played like that against Texas, we'd have gotten beat bad. Yeah. So they gotta clean that up too. And we got a tough test on Saturday.
0: We do, for sure.
1: Let me in this on a preview it. Let me end this <laughs> okay. on a positive. Oh, you in Kansas.
0: Yes. What is the positive? Oh, <laughs> you're thinking.
1: I'm trying to find something. Um
0: I don't know. I mean, the, I, I feel like the positive, like, is Tawee. Like, we we ran the ball well with He's him. He's our guy. He's, He's our guy. guy. Let
1: everybody else transfer for all, all I care. Let everybody else go. His
0: flipping ankle. His poor yeah. ankle. So, so, I haven't
1: seen today if he practiced or yesterday practiced or if Danny Stutzman practiced. Um, that's that's something to their, watch. I heard
0: their game-time decision.
1: Game-time decisions so, Both of them. Uh, I would imagine Danny Stutzman suits up. I would imagine. They're uh, going to
0: get... Shot up with some yep. painkillers. I, I will
1: personally give them whatever they need to get on the field. Um, Danny is necessary. Um, I don't... I just don't know. Because... Let's go ahead. Actually, let's go ahead and shift gears. Okay. Let's go ahead and preview Bedlam. Um, so, drum roll. Let's get ready. Hype yourselves up. Sadness is over. The last Bedlam, 2023. Oklahoma travels to Stillwater, Stillwater into hostile territory, and the brightest orange in the land to take on the Oklahoma State Cowboys, who. Are surging. Five teams
0: surging. They got the most. They got like seventy-seven votes to be in the top twenty-five. Yeah. So they're, they're in the AP right. They're right outside. Well, now
1: the twenty-two. I mean, the the, the, the playoff okay. will have playoff ha, takes precedence. They're twenty-two in the playoff. Okay. okay. Um, I
0: didn't realize that.
1: Oklahoma State surging. Five teams tied for first place atop the Big Twelve. Yes. With massive matchups and
0: implications this weekend. Yep. I, we're I all think, playing each other.
1: I think Kansas State. So the five teams are Kansas State, Texas, Oklahoma, Oklahoma State, and Iowa State. State. Iowa State's kind of on the outside looking in. Kansas State's kind of in this way too, where Kansas State cannot take another loss. Iowa State can't take another loss because both those teams lost non-conference games. Oh, right. Okay. Kansas State loses to Missouri. Iowa State loses to Ohio. Ohio. Remember that clip where Matt, the guy, the Iowa State fans, Matt Campbell, you're on the hot seat, and he comes storming back down, oh, trying yeah. to fight the guy. Oh, yeah. uh, that team's atop the Big Twelve. That's going to work itself out. Kansas State, I think, beats Texas this week. We'll get to that in a second. Um, really, this is the game that matters. Yeah. The winner of this game plays for the Big 12 title. You heard it here first. Yeah. I don't really care who the, who the opponent is. So, Oklahoma State has a ton on the line. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma has a ton on the line.
0: Yeah. A lot to play for.
1: A lot to play for. We are the more talented team. Let's just get that out of the way. We are the more talented team. More stars next to our kids' names. More, uh, more high-profile players. More mm-hmm. all of them. we cross the board. We are more, more talented. Which
0: why do we get that, Dylan? Do we pay for our players?
1: There's Oklahoma State fans are such little wah, brothers, man, because they whine, they wine, cry wine, about wine. about we've been buying players. It doesn't matter. I, look, you know, can I tell you the dumbest Oklahoma State argument? And the dumbest one is most of our every one of yeah. our fans are Oklahoma State fans. Uh, or Oklahoma, Oklahoma alumni. State alumni. Most of the people that cheer for OU aren't OU. That's because Are OU grads. that's because that's the dumbest thing to me. It's because nobody cares about Oklahoma State outside of Oklahoma State, the school alumni.
0: Yeah. So yeah, it's it's almost like Oklahoma okay. is
1: a brand, a national brand that people want to be a part of. Me included. I didn't go to Oklahoma.
0: Yeah.
1: It's because, that's what winning does. It's just
0: it. Yeah. Well, it's it's funny because it's like okay, yes, I see how that was a dig, but also. You can spin it and spin, like come into this beautiful. Well, duh, because we're winning and everyone wants to everybody be a part to of be this. Here. So that's why everybody why was Nebraska fans in the nineties. Like so
1: stupid. Yeah. Here, here's the thing: we have all we have the better players. Yes. Yes. We have the better team. Yes. Yes. That's not going to matter Saturday. Yeah. That's what I'm worried about.
0: I know it, everything equalizes. Um,
1: Two thirty kick.
0: Two thirty kick. One thing I did see, which was kind of an interesting analytic, is like every time that OU has come into Bedlam after a loss, we've, we've won. Like
1: I knocked on wood. Yeah, well, it's because we have owned them for 50 years. In the same way that Kentucky and Tennessee – Tennessee has owned our rear ends. Yeah. We, we want to beat them so bad, and they, we are just another blip on their radar. Oklahoma, Oklahoma State matters. I think it's a real rivalry – but it's hard to be a rival when you have not won a lot. The last time they got us was 2021. Mm-hmm. That was Lincoln Riley's last game. See you, T-Bow. Yeah. The the time before that, when's the last time?
0: I mean, I think it was like, four, like it's, 17, it's, 18. Yeah, I mean, it's like... It's, it's like usually once every three to five yeah. years, I feel like. So,
1: so history's on our side. History is on our side. Yeah. What's not on our side is quality of play right now. Oklahoma is kind of trending down. OSU is trending up. Yeah. For two reasons. Mike Gundy has really – he just – he's a, a magician, really good, he's dude. He's a really good coach. Yeah. I, I got to
0: give it to him.
1: I, I appreciate the loyalty. I appreciate – here's the thing. If Oklahoma State wasn't OGU's rival, I'd actually really love Oklahoma State and their girdiness and their program. Mm-hmm. and the but the because the, the fact that Mike gundy does less with more than anybody else in the in the country yeah um it does just more with less sorry like he he's there with you he was great he's a great coach and the fact that this team has figured out a way to win now they've not beaten the brakes off of anybody they've not beaten anybody that's gonna really contend with the with, in the big 12 except for yeah. Kansas State
0: well and I think too
1: and, and they've done it pretty one dimensionally in Ollie Gordon.
0: Right. I was gonna. Oh, that's what I was kind of gonna highlight is you know they've they've solidified the quarterback QB one, Alan Bowman, but they haven't really had to ask anything crazy of him because as they solidified that, Ollie Gordon just I mean surged yeah. and went straight up to the top. So I mean, he had. I mean he, he's ha- he's been having amazing games like the whole season, but I think that their whole offense was kind of struggling to figure out who was the guy, what what were we yeah. playing for, what's going on. And then as soon as that kind of got locked in, Ollie
1: yeah. just, like, shined. The offensive line blocks better. Yeah. Um, the the defensive line has a little hope. Um, the I, offensive I think,
0: line who used to be a big Sooner fan, Dalton.
1: See, yeah, I, I've <laughs> seen that going around today. I, I, think, I think at the end of the day, a couple of Oklahoma State is better about that? better than just stop Ollie, you win the game. Well, what does stopping Ollie look like?
0: Mm. is
1: it is it not letting him get two bills 200 yards is it is it keep him keep him around 110 115
0: I think it's not letting him it's tackling him on the first tackle which is really hard but
1: But he he can rack up a you know yards that that that's just gonna be he's a great player I hope he makes a lot of money one day yeah um but but they're also it's it's more than that Alan Bowman does not turn the ball over Alan Bowman takes care of the care. He doesn't put the ball in jeopardy.
0: Which is a nice change from their old Spencer. From Spencer, yeah.
1: (laughs) And and I mean, you got to think. Remember that game last year, which they probably had a better team than us. Like I know the records kind of ended up the same, but they had a better team than us last year. uh, And we we they threw four picks in the first quarter. We end up twenty eight nothing, and they can't score again. Which Jeff Lebby, tip your cap. Um, But. (laughs) but we couldn't score again without it ended up being enough to to beat that team. Um I think I think the big storylines kind of the keys to the game. Here's I'll give you my keys to the game.
0: Okay, okay. What are uh, the keys? Oklahoma
1: State has to has to be uh I'm sorry. Oklahoma State's guy is Ollie Gordon. So OU if we do not play gap sound defense. Yeah. And and we could not tackle against Kansas at all, particularly in that first half. Yeah. If that gets replicated, we're going to be in trouble. So defense has got to tackle. Got to tackle. Yes. Ollie Gordon cannot get multiple yards after contact. Yep. That's, that's key number one. Yep. Key number two, we got to throw the ball down the field. Yes. That's the one place that I feel not just good, confident
0: mm-hmm.
1: that we are better than them. Their secondary is yeah. Swiss cheese, and they're yeah. slow. Throw yeah. the ball down the field.
0: I know, and that's what—that's what I think. Like you know, that the last game we had a lot of like the slants, the bubbles, the jet sweeps, like not down the field. Like if their secondary is so suspect, we need to have people just like and
1: Nick Nick Anderson needs to be running f- freaking fifty yard sprints, go go with, routes, catching the ball. Yeah, yeah. And and it's gonna it needs to be more than that. But you can get Farouk out there running. You can get Nick Anderson. You can get Bunkley Shell out there. I mean, yeah. Like
0: what we need. What I think. I mean, we've missed Andral Anthony a ton. Missed him. But those wide receivers, they have they're they've done a great job with catching the ball, like when it's you know their time and they've got the ball thrown to them. That thing, but they need to make separation. I think that that's a big thing for them, is yes. they need to
1: you gotta create it every point. get
0: in their spot, create separation, make it easy for Dylan Gabriel. I feel like we've, we we miss that for sure in the UCF game. That was a really big thing, like where I noticed yeah. we were being like.
1: We were, we couldn't which, which get off that's of some of, blocking. you know, that's some of the limitation of the RPO game though. Like, because, because you kind of have one or two guys that run around and everybody else knowing they're blocking, mm. the offensive line can't take good press push. Okay. push forward because you have that lineman downfield. And so if you just beat your guy, let's just say I'm blocking you and I run you six yards back and then Dylan decides to throw the ball. Well, that's a penalty on me because I'm blocking downfield on a pass. I can't do that. So the linemen have to kind of stay stationary. They mm-hmm. can't get good pushes. So it's okay. it's a mix between pass protect and run, and you don't know what Dylan's going to do. I think he's a, he takes care of the football too. Yeah. But so that's kind of the weird the weird piece of it. Um. So, but I think you're right. Like, we wide receivers have to get get off the blocks. Wide receivers have to play well. So my two keys: defense has got to tackle on the first uh, on the first hit. Uh, we got to throw the ball down the field. And lastly, we have to win field possession. Special teams is going to be huge. Mm-hmm. If we're punting in this game and we are we are punting and shanking and, and giving them the ball in good field position, we're going to get beat. But making yeah. them drive along gets our defense a chance to see Ali Gordon, see how he's going to run, yeah. make Bowman be a passer. And, yeah. and, and I think that, that you're going to have a better day making them drive the field than playing short field. And that's like a duh. That's football. But I think in this game it's gonna matter a ton. Mm. So those special teams issues that we saw in the UCF game in the tech in the uh in the Kansas game. Yeah. And that even a little bit in the Texas game, we have to clean up. This game has to be perfect in special teams. Yes. And don't yeah. let a lineman try to catch a pooch kick. Like, yeah. like that's that that's recipe for a fumble. You saw his feet going in that Kansas game. He was like, oh, I can't like he don't let a lineman catch the ball. Let Farouk
0: yeah anyway when, when those are my that? three keys to the game that's when, when we that fumbled was. the
1: kickoff in the Kansas game it was a oh. defensive lineman that was that was trying to catch the ball and if you go and it hits him in the chest and squirts through and the fruit should have recovered it but he didn't and so then you get Kansas that gets the ball I the, don't
0: remember that at all no that
1: was one of our turnovers Dylan oh. threw a pick six Farouk fumbled it and then and then that that kickoff that we fumbled it
0: oh I did not so yeah. and if I, I can add a fourth that.
1: key don't turn the ball over
0: Yes. Yes. Definitely. Don't turn the ball over. Take take care of the ball. Um. I think my keys are tackling sound, but I want to also emphasize. I think this is such an emotional game and yeah. so intense and passionate, and it is pretty like. I, I don't even know. There there's just a there's just a lot behind it, but if Danny Stutzman is out, we need people in the defense to step up with their leadership and emotional just like awareness yeah. and the vibe. That's like where gotta billy gotta keep those vibes high. That's where
1: Billy's gotta step up. That's and where he, wet, I think Key Key Lawrence has got to step think he's up. He's my guy. That's
0: he's, I'm he's a gentry a guy who I'm hoping vocal. we get back. We need to have that on defense to where we get our confidence going, where we get some good starts in the beginning of the game where we're stopping them. Um, and then offense, same thing. Like we, we've got to get that confidence going and offense seems a lot more calm, steady, like focused kind of vibe, but it's like, they've got to feed off each other. Defense needs to see the offense can go and get it for them. And offense need to see defense have those like big electric, like interception or huge hit or, you know, we just, we have to have those moments of like passion to get us because, the whole place is going to be so loud. They it's a great hate us. They hate us for leaving them. They want to so win it so bad. They want to win it because this is the last one slated for the next. I mean, they believe. They do.
1: And you know what? They Their say? hope
0: is super high.
1: It's the hope that kills you. It is the hope that kills you. It's the you. hope that kills you. That's what I'm telling all my Oklahoma State fans hey, say what you want. I'm keeping it real, real chill, real quiet. Hey, you're right. I am scared. But it's the hope that kills you. Yeah. So, yeah. give me your player of the game and a score.
0: Oh, gosh. I don't know player of the game. You do your player of the game because I'm really trying to think of mine. Give me. Is Peyton Bowen going to be in?
1: Um, I haven't seen. No idea. Okay. Give me Trace Ford, <laughs> player of the game. Guess his old yeah, school. We haven't even tried and uh, said give me, that me, Give me Trace Ford, former Oklahoma State Cowboy, now Oklahoma Sooner. Uh, give me him with three and a half sacks and a sack in a key position to ice the game give me Trace Ford, player of the game, and give me the Oklahoma Sooners 38-28.
0: Ooh, I like that. I like that a lot. Yeah, Trace Ford came over to the right side, um, which I don't even know. Why, why did he transfer?
1: He always wanted to play at OU. Okay. So, so I didn't again, ever... if you talk to Oklahoma State fans, they'll say he's just been buying his time to trying to prove that he could play there because he didn't get an offer out of high school. I don't know if that's true. Okay. But he's a good player. He yeah. couldn't stay healthy at Oklahoma State. Okay. Um, yeah, but he, he probably always fit. wanted to play at OU, just didn't get the offer right away. Okay. Out okay. of high school.
0: Okay. I know I kind of want to go a defensive player of the um, – but I think, I think I'm think i not going to because that's, that's what canic. I want to do. Mechanic needs a good game. That's true. He needs a really good game. Oh, you know I'm going to go? Kip Lewis.
1: Kip, number 10. Kip, if Kip, he, if Kip, he
0: If he is in, because he's behind Danny Stetsman, so He's going to he, play a lot. He will play a lot, even if Danny's in and out, if he's still playing. But I want – yeah, that's good. I want Kip to have a good game. dison I want him to have a good game. He had a great game last, last he, he game. Doesn't he doesn't miss. He, he did well. I, yeah. I like them. I like Kip, Dison and PJ. Are
1: you going to get three? You're going to get three of the, the youngins.
0: I like the youngins. All right. Yeah. The future. And then also, though, let's let's switch to offense. <laughs> I'm being greedy, but come on. I, I just I want more. Um who's gonna have a good game in the offense? Like what? Who's gonna Jaden Gibson maybe? What, no, is this, Nick and, be? this is a Nick
1: Anderson game. If we come on here next week and Nick Anderson has caught for 85 to 120 yards,
0: Nick Anderson and we and maybe won, the game. We won yeah. the game.
1: If Nick Anderson has more than 50 yards. Receiving, we won the game. You heard it here first.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Because
1: that means we attacked them down the field. Yeah. So, I mean, so give me a score. You took 15 players, so give me a score.
0: <laughs> I know. In my head, I, I kind of think it's somewhere in like the – I'm going to go with OU. Um, I'm thinking it's in the like 31 to 34 um, range that mm, – I'll say OU 34 – And I'll say OSU, I'm going to do the 10, I'm going to do OSU 24. 24? Mm
1: -hmm. All right. So you heard it here first, Bedlam, last one of of the foreseeable future, at least for the next five years, Uh, Oklahoma travels to Oklahoma State. The paddles will be paddling, but I believe the Sooners get it done. (laughs) I believe the Sooners get it done. So it's a good idea right now.
0: It is a good idea. Good idea at the time. I hope, I hope it's a good idea, good idea in the future time. as well. So we hope we Please. hope this is not
1: another sad podcast. It's our
0: birthday weekend. Uh,
1: we we elected Don't we do we were going to have on uh, our our friend as an Oklahoma State fan come on and give you his talk. Yeah. No. Um, but I couldn't look at his smug face, and uh-huh. so you're just going to get us. And if uh, <laughs> if we win, then I'll let him look at my smug face. How about that? Um, <laughs> yeah. Let's let's quickly shift gears and talk uh, Kentucky traveling to Mississippi State. To Mississippi State, Mississippi State's at the bottom feeder of the SEC West this year. They take on the Kentucky Wildcats at 7 p.m. Eastern on Saturday. Kentucky has not won in Starkville since 2008. What? Fifteen years.
0: Wow. that's So, so surprising. Uh,
1: the, the couple games to watch, uh, or a couple things to watch in this game. That is wild. Um, Mississippi State's going to be playing three quarterbacks. You know what they say about playing three quarterbacks.
0: What do they say? It
1: never ends well. Uh, <laughs> so you know we don't know which quarterback we're going to see. Um, okay. Offensively, can you build on what you did against Tennessee? There's a lot of good, a lot of good. Devin Lear really figuring it out. Yeah, um, playing a little bit more up tempo. Liam Cohen, the offensive coordinator, called a good game. Can you build? Second thing to watch, can the defense sure up some of those mistakes running the football? Can we play more gap sound? Can we get good pressure on the quarterback? Can we find some sacks? Can Dion Walker get back there and, and, and cause some disruption? Can Oxen die and stay on the field? Um, his his condition has been a little little suspect. So can Ox uh, – and can the guys that are on injury still continue to fight back? That's what I'm looking for mm-hmm. in the game. Um, Mississippi State's so bad, and we are the better team. But things happen, right? Things just happen. Yeah, but, I but think- we need – we need a win.
0: We need a win. We need to break that 15-year. We need to start start a new, different, it's
1: different got, it's record. Got a, it's got to start. We're not going to play Mississippi State for a minute, so um, let, let's fight back. Uh, I think Kentucky gets it done. Okay. I think it gets, gets it done. Give me Dane Key as the player of the game. I think Kentucky beats Mississippi State 31-13. Nice.
0: I know, because Kentucky – they're coming off to, isn't it, Is it three game?
1: Three game skit. losing
0: streak. Yeah, three game losing streak. Georgia, Missouri, and So this, so this and, is and it. Tennessee. This is the upward trajectory. We're just we're just gonna make we're gonna. Say Before it.
1: we play Alabama.
0: Yeah, <laughs> and then we're just gonna keep pummeling back down.
1: <laughs>
0: hey, why not us? Oh why my not gosh. us? Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know what the score of this game is. I I, I feel very strongly that Kentucky will win. Um.
1: You've been you've been nailing the Kentucky scores almost every time.
0: Really? I am yep. going to say Kentucky 40. Yeah, I think I think so. Kentucky 40, like. Kentucky 40 and then if we score um, 40 we win for sure. Mississippi State 28. 28.
1: Uh, 40 to 28. I have the Kentucky Wildcats winning 30 to 13. Good idea.
0: Hey wait, but I do want to highlight real quick Will Levis.
1: Oh man, my man Will Levis. Let's
0: talk about Will Levis. Will Levis former starting quarterback NFL start for the
1: for the Tennessee Titans, Tennessee Titans? Uh, was say. Will Levis, former, yeah. Remember, if you remember Will Levis, he was the quarterback who was Last year. rumored to be the fourth overall pick at the Indianapolis Colts, who used him as a smoke screen, and that poor man had to sit in the green room, camera he on him 30th all night. Now, he went in the second round, 34th overall 34th. to the Tennessee Titans, and got his first start, threw for four touchdowns. Remember that DeAndre Hopkins is a good, good wide receiver, threw the ball to him, Yeah future's bright for will levis in, ten, in tennessee yeah he did
0: great he did great i also saw something that um him and his girl broke up they did and was she, his like revenge game
1: well <laughs> they broke up a few months ago uh but the rumor was it was when morgan wallen was playing the the um nashville show and he, he got a note to her after she went backstage to come to his hotel and <gasps> and she broke up with him to go hook up with morgan wallen that's the rumor mill
0: oh Oh, my
1: gosh. Gia Duddy was her name, and she is a duddy. dud. Dud. <laughs>
0: so,
1: anyway, congrats to Will Levis. Yeah. All right. Uh, Kylie, give me, give me your game of the week. I
0: literally do want to Do you want to share a what game? Share? or do you? Okay. I need um, to
1: piggyback off your brain. There's a lot of great games this week. You can go Kansas State, Texas. Does Quinn yours, who's not playing, and Kansas State's really starting to figure it out, can can they get Malik, a victory?
0: Malik uh, Murphy, right? Is Malik that the
1: Murphy, guy? who played... Not as good as Quinn yours uh, did on, on, you know, usually. But we
0: also have, who
1: else is LSU? That's the one I was going to pick. That's the one I was going to pick. LSU plays Alabama. LSU Um. travels to Alabama. Alabama's a a three-and-a-half point favorite, 645 kick. Uh, Here's what I'm looking for. Do you know? Here's a fun trivia question. We're going to roll trivia right into this. Okay. Do you know who the last quarterback was oh, to beat Nick Saban in back-to-back years? The last quarterback for the opposing team to beat Nick Saban in back-to-back years. So, Jaden uh, Daniels has a chance to do this again. Former LSU, or LSU current LSU quarterback who beat Alabama Burrow? last year. It is not Joe Burrow. Was just Joe thinking, Burrow only I started for one LSU. season. Okay.
0: Um,
1: it's not an LSU team.
0: Okay, okay. Was it Stetson?
1: No, it was not Georgia. Because remember, Georgia beat Nick Saban, or Alabama beat them in the SEC championship game. I'm just
0: guessing. Um, Tim Tebow. Nope. Is that way too far back?
1: Uh, It is actually not back far enough.
0: Okay.
1: (laughs) Did was a good guess
0: though. Uh, I don't know.
1: You want me to tell you the answer? What school? Purdue. Oh. When when Saban was at Michigan State.
0: Oh, okay.
1: I would never Drew Brees. Oh Drew,
0: Drew Brees. Oh, I love him. So
1: uh that's how long it's been. So I don't put a lot of faith in Jaden Daniels in Alabama. I think LSU's the better team. They took that first that first game blemish uh against Florida State, looked really funky in that game. Florida yeah, State blew them out. Funky. But then yeah. they've been really solid, been continuing to win, continuing mm-hmm. to win, continuing to win. Uh so I think I think LSU could probably go get it done, but it's in Tuscaloosa. I don't know. Give me the LSU Tigers. Get it done. Represent the West.
0: Ooh. Okay. What's the score?
1: I don't know. A lot.
0: You think it's going to be a high-scoring game? I do. Okay.
1: And then I'm hoping that Kentucky can pick up the bones and beat Alabama uh, back-to-back games. (laughs) That's all all I'm hoping for. Really, that's, that's that's the genesis of the pick, is I want LSU to just take the heart out of Alabama, and I want Kentucky to feast on their carcass. Oh, <laughs>
0: that, that's a visual, everybody. <laughs> oh, my gosh. So, I
1: don't care what the score is. Give me LSU to cover the okay. plus three.
0: Okay. So, okay. walk-off yeah. field goal, maybe. I can be down with that.
1: Yep. That's my game of the week. Uh, and our trivia question.
0: Yeah.
1: Kylie, Bedlam, baby.
0: It's Let's go week. get
1: this crap done.
0: I know. Let's do it. Come on. Boo,
1: Oklahoma State. Boo. So we're we're gonna cut out Those the go, go Cats part of our our ending time today. Okay, it's gonna be Boomer Sooner. We are Sooner born. I'm not, but you are. Yes, I have become Sooner bred. You
0: have become Sooner bred.
1: And when I die, Kylie, we are
0: Sooner dead.
1: I am Sooner dead. <laughs> Raw Oklahoma. Raw Oklahoma.
0: Raw, Raw Oklahoma. Oklahoma.
1: Okay, you. So Kylie, lead us out. Boomer Sooner on three. Go for it. Okay.
0: My One, two, three.
1: boomer sooner Now POV of you and me similar Iraq I don't hate you but I hate to Critique overrate you These beats of a dark cart use bass lines to replace you Take time and erase you love don't hear no more no I don't fear no more but I get respecting respect and quite sincere no more I- oh!